0: all right welcome to whatever this is my name is Hector Torres and today I just want to hopefully spend no more than 15 minutes we'll see how well that goes talking a little bit about my past a little bit about why I want to do this and a little bit about um, what I hope that we can accomplish Um, first off I want to say I definitely don't have uh, the appropriate setup for a podcast this is not a Good microphone for this the stand is not the best Um, but i didn't want to go out of my way and spend any money on something that i really had no idea what was going to happen with it so this is all stuff that i already had in fact most of the most of this equipment i bought more than five six years ago before i even had kids so stuff that's been laying around and i've used it to record music here and there Um, but now i'll be using it for this so excuse me if when i move my head this doesn't sound as good as it should um i will try and do my best to (laughs) give you the best sound and um when possible video possible um said possible twice there really fast but well a little bit about me so i'm 25 years old i'm a college student at the moment um finishing up my last quarter at the inland northwest culinary academy shout out to everybody there I'm very excited, honestly, to be graduating there this year. Uh, it's been a long two years, uh, a lot of lessons learned, a lot of very interesting uh, people that I've met, um, places that I've got to work, experiences, and I hope to definitely talk a little bit about food on here and um, discuss some cooking and uh, recipes and things like that, uh, even though it's not really going to be a show about food or anything like that. or um, It's definitely an important topic, so something that... I hope to get into. Um, like I said, I'm a dad to twins, um, Adrian and Alejandra. They're five years old. Um, I have 50-50 custody of them with their mom, um, Adriana, and she lives here in Spokane. So thankfully um, we've been able to work that out pretty well up to now, um, even though it's been hard to make school and work and you know time for the kids happen. Um, we're working on it. And like I said, I'm almost done with school and I can't wait to be done and hopefully be able to just spend time with the kids and work after that. So very excited. Um, I unfortunately wasn't as busy as I wanted to be working uh, this summer with food and kitchens and things like that. And it kind of gave me some free time and free time is very important because it impacts your ability to spend time you know, doing things that you normally wouldn't do if you were super busy or if you were tired and drained and just hungry all the time, which is what happens when you're working full time and going to school full time and have kids. So, that extra time allowed me essentially the ability to try to get into some topics, to research some things, to read some books, listen to some other podcasts, listen to ideas, to people's perspectives, talk to my friends and ask them questions about how they see the world and about how they've arrived to the place where they are today and the reason why they agree with things, don't agree with me on things. I think everybody that knows me will tell you that I've been a very curious person all my life. and that I ask a lot of hard questions and sometimes, um, especially my parents, will tell you that I ask questions that are almost impossible to, sometimes impossible to answer. Um, And especially growing up, um, I feel like I was always very interested in, you know, why things happened the way they happened and not as interested in, in how Per se, um, you know, I definitely I, I was never very into cars, for example, um, but um, I was very into computers and understanding the basics of why computers did what they did and how. Um, you know, when I was thirteen years old, I built my uh first computer and uh not that that's that young but i was just spending at that age that's what i was doing with my free time and so from a very young age i've kind of grown up with a love for technology um uh, always on the cutting edge you know of what's happening with technology and that's whether we're talking about you know cell phones um artificial intelligence robotics um you know, machine learning, uh, automation. These are all topics that have impacted all of our lives. Social media. Uh, To me, one of the most interesting topics to discuss is how the internet, uh, its availability to give us instant access to almost anything that we would have a question about as far as facts go, Um, and how we've been able to communicate, not in a way that was previously completely impossible not just communicate at speeds and with higher bandwidth but also to add layers of complexity to our communication towards no longer just text now we've added layers of emotional intelligence to our conversation um this idea of read receipts um to me is fascinating the psychology behind that um, of, of knowing that somebody's opened your message, read your message, have they replied? How long does it take them to reply? Like all these things that, you know, become factors in communication that were previously not even variables and how they impact the way that we perceive communication and even the way that we do communicate. Um, and also, obviously, emojis, um, being able to send, uh, you know, oh, we can argue about this jiffies, gifies. Um What else? Uh, Memes. Um, You know, all these things are forms of communication that have allowed us to share ideas about how we see the world and to laugh about things, get angry about things and sad about things together. And it's just very fascinating to me. And I don't think it's neither good or bad. These are just tools of communication. And hopefully, you know, just like with everything else, uh, we use them for for good. Um, I was born and raised into the Seventh-day Adventist Church, uh, from, I would say, a conservative shade of that, Um, a lot of good came from me being raised that way. A lot of good. Um, Still, to this day, I agree with most of the underlying fundamentals of the things and the lessons that I was taught growing up some of the specific interpretations and maybe even how now I arrive at some of the same conclusions that my parents arrived at when then, you know, they decided on how to race, um, is very interesting to me because I, I agree with my parent on with my parents and not just with my parents, but with, um, a lot of other people on what some might call more conservative ways of looking at the world. And yet somehow, I don't necessarily always arrive at those conclusions the same way. And with that said, I'm also very liberal about other things. So I think that using the words conservative and liberal are so subjective to every conversation that they get thrown around and just kind of used as these such wide and just all reaching labels that they kind of lose all meaning, really. I think that we should all keep in mind that The world is not black and white and like i said earlier everybody has their own specific way of looking at things and whether it's a little bit different than yours or very different than yours you know everything's on a scale and we should admit that uh no one of us has figured out exactly and that we're all just trying to do the best that we think we know based on our level of education I was like i said raised with a lot of good mentalities obviously there's things that i hope to improve on from my parents generation and i hope that my kids improve on things from my generation i don't think parents should aim to be perfect i think parents should aim to do the best they can and and i think most parents i don't think that's something that parents would argue with me but yet when kids grow up and they might make decisions that you as a parent don't agree with, the first thing parents do is blame themselves. And I'm not saying that some parents don't, that parents actions don't play into the decisions that their kids make, because they absolutely do, but parents just forget the fact that their children eventually become independent thinkers. And that's has that's independent of the belief system you were raised in, because eventually you have to choose how you are going to live your own life, and even at every level and um, in every, I, I have not met one child. That agrees with their parent a 100% on everything in how they were raised and in what they were taught i just haven't and that goes for my parents that goes for me and that i'm sure will apply to my children when soon as they're old enough to communicate that to me and that's fine um again this is the evolution if you will of of generations like we we learn on hopefully the past and on the way that things happen to us and hopefully improve that experience for the next generation for our children. I was obviously, you know, raised to be very thankful, obviously raised to with the idea that, you know, God provided all things for us and that we we owe him our gratitude for life, salvation and, um, you know, all our material uh, possessions, um, which I think is a very healthy attitude to have. Um, Not enough people, unfortunately, take the time to really appreciate how well off they might be, um, even when, you know, you feel like things are going wrong. And and thankfully, I was able to travel and I was able to experience and see some really unfortunate situations and see how even, you know, uh, how many times growing up, I was like, man, if I had more money and, you know, it's so easy to just become, you know, discontent with where you are in life. And thankfully, um, I was experienced, I experienced, um, enough, um, true poverty, um, and, and real lack of just basic living necessities that it just helped put things into perspective for me. And to the point where, um, you know, I've never really been one to complain about what's happening to me in my life. Um, and because I think I've learned with time that honestly, complaining doesn't really help you in any way. And that the best thing you can do is try and learn from bad decisions you've made and try and not, you know, try and improve on the future. I, I do believe that your decisions uh, play a key part in what happens in the future. And obviously not everything's under your control and you can't control the people around you and or your environment at all times. But, um, I was not raised to believe I was not raised in a deterministic household, um, where, you know, you might think that, you know, well, you know, uh, things are going to happen the way they're going to happen. Um, I was very much raised from a young age to believe that I was in charge And that I had to take ownership of my future, and that that meant financially being responsible, that meant socially being responsible, that meant even civically, um, you know, being responsible. And civically, is that a word? Civic responsibility? Anyways, um, and these are all lessons that were very important, and obviously were taught to me from the perspective and context of, of, you know, being a, a Seventh day Adventist and being in that denomination that religion but they were still very important lessons uh things that most of which i still agree with to this day as far as you know how important they are to our everyday lives um you know things like hard work and honesty and um you know being able to feel empathy for other people and uh these are all very important lessons that i'm so eternally thankful um you know that my parents took the time to teach me and not just that but so much more that you know obviously hopefully um you know with time um they'll understand more and more i hope that even on the that even though we might not agree on everything and even though we might not agree on the reasons why we do things even if they're the same um or if we get to the same place or arrive at the same conclusion, um, that they will see that the only reason um, why I'm even able to have these conversations today and the only reason why I'm able to um, sit here and uh, try and have open-minded civil, um, educational conversations is because of the way that they raised me and the fact that they taught me that it's okay to not be in the majority, that it's okay to be different, that it's okay to not think the same way as everybody else, and that you must, for yourself, study, research, and come to a conclusion. Never take somebody else's word for granted. And, And that, honestly, is what's led me to where I am today, is the fact that all the questions that I had, I... I didn't walk away from religion because I was mad at God. I didn't walk away because I was hurt by the church or because, um, I don't know, just so many of the reasons why you just, you know, stereotypical reasons that you hear for young people leaving the church. I want to get into why I think so many young people left the church. And I know that to some of you, maybe, you know, talking specifically about, you um, excuse me, 7th um, Adventism might not be important because, you know, you were not from that background. But obviously, me being from there, I feel, or from that, I feel like I have a certain responsibility to address that and address the change in my life from that to where I am today. Um, because, you know, so much of my past and even till this day, my friends and family and, um, you know, the people in my circle are um, either from that background or, uh, you know, still in the church. Uh, and, and I love honestly talking with people that have different opinions with me and yes that includes people in the church and yes that includes people uh that don't believe in god either and i hope that as we discuss things and as we you know look at things from different perspectives that you will understand that the questions that i ask that the answers that i seek um are i'm not doing it to try to be controversial to try and um you know just for the just for the sake of debate um, none of this is for the sake of argument. I, I want to hopefully, I know I'm doing this partially for myself um, because it's good for me to talk about the things that I believe in. To, it puts a certain level of pressure on me to make sure that I've thought about things uh, before I say them, obviously. Um, and, and it also um, gives me a sense of, uh, you know, it keeps me honest. Um, if that makes any sense because um, the things that I say I believe in uh, now you know them and now I have to live my life and um, now I have to make decisions that uh, if I don't want to be a hypocrite are in line with the things that I've said I believe in and I think that's very important for everybody is to be proud and to share the things that they believe in for if anything else for that one reason is accountability Um, but I just, I hope that by this exchange of ideas and by everybody, um, being able to understand that, you know, maybe it's possible that there's more than one way of looking at the world that could lead you to the same place. And that's uh, my point in a lot of things, to be honest. Um, and it's that the road, uh, is less important. Um, that the journey is more important than the destination is what I'm trying to say. (laughs) Um, trying to think of if there was something else that I wanted to get into Um, oh yeah I had been talking about why I left the church and then I got off traffic so I I didn't leave the church because I was angry anybody I left the church because I had questions and questions that I wasn't getting answers to and I do mean I and I and I was trying and I was trying I I asked several people um questions I, I mean I asked my parents questions Ask him <laughs> so many times about so many things and they always did their best to answer them. Um, I have to give them that. They always were willing to to discuss things with me to, uh, you know, give me the benefit of the doubt. Um, but at the end of the day, I was, I never felt like I got the answers that I was looking for. And so I kind of decided that maybe I was just looking in some of the wrong places. And as I Opened my mind a little bit to other possibilities. And as I started to see the difference between um, what is reality and what is tradition and what is us, um, just the way that we currently interpret things and how much that'll change with time and how much it has changed with time, the more that I was able to feel comfortable with kind of abstracting the things that I really agreed with and, and why I thought that those things were important and why I thought that they were right or wrong and why I thought that black and white and right and wrong and yes and no was just too binary of a way of looking at the world. Um, Man, we'll get into some physics, but quantum physics tells us that there's more to life than zeros and ones. And there is always life exists on a range of possibilities. Okay. And that, that, that includes for us at a molecular level, all the way to the choices that we make every day, you know, will you choose blueberry, um, or will you choose strawberries? Um, is this a decision that's been predetermined by a set of actions that you've chosen in the past? Um, are you able to spontaneously, um, make a decision, um, Everything is on a scale, and I think that the sooner honestly that we all agree on that, the sooner that we'll be able to have um, really constructive and educational conversations with people that we don't agree with because the moment that you believe that you are the only one that has the right answer and that if and that everybody else has to hear your right answer i don't know I just I feel like that's already the wrong way to approach things so um I don't claim to have all the answers. In fact, I claim to have zero answers. (laughs) I, you know, if we could put the entirety of information um, on a scale, we would know, you know, point zero, 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 who knows how many zeros, point one, point zeros, one, before we got to an accurate number of how much of all the information we know or have even been exposed to, much less be able to recall. And yet, on so little information, we abstract everything about the world around us and about our relationships and the people and the reasons why we do things. And, I mean, that's the way it's done. I'm not saying it's right or wrong, but, you know, it's interesting because we seem to, uh, you know, just kind of come up with templates for things and then try and apply them to as many different ideas as possible um in an effort to just minimize um how many times we have to think about something cuz man I'll tell you what it is exhausting sometimes it is absolutely exhausting to try and keep a balanced perspective about everything because it's so easy to fall into these you know ideological categories of just you know yeah I'm this and you know, that means that I agree with this, don't agree with that, don't agree with that, and agree with this. And you put a label on it, you put a category on it, and it's so much easier to just try and find the category that closest fits your belief system than it is to say, no, I'm going to just simply explain why I think that you all are partially wrong and partially right. I think that's what we all need to do is, is to try and take the best from everything and improve on the worst of everything. So um, let me know what you think. Um, let me know uh, if you would like to talk with me about anything. I am very open to discussing, having conversations, interviews with anyone um, about anything, really. Um, I don't want to necessarily restrict a topic however i would like to make sure like i said earlier that we monitor the way that we discuss things and make sure that we you know not get personal and and also do things with the fact that we're doing this because we all want to learn and because we all have questions and we all want to try and search for the answers together and honestly i think it's the searching for answers that is more important than the answer so I will leave you with that. Um, I hope to, I have already a couple people lined up that I will be talking to. I'm very excited about some of the upcoming conversations. Um, If there's something specifically that you want to hear my theories on, or my views about, or a specific subject or topic, just let me know. Um, And I will make sure that I cover it. I'll make sure that whoever I'm talking with, that I ask them what it is, that way you can get a couple different perspectives on it. is um you know if you have any uh equipment laying around that you are not using that would work for uh, podcasting i don't have another microphone so as of right now i'm trying to figure out how i would record a second person um, i have this little mixer dude and it's a two input um so i can record two inputs right now with uh, what i have so if you have any equipment laying around that you're not using at all um and wouldn't mind allowing it to be used for the show um feel free to let me know um would very much appreciate it also i'm going to be um hopefully featuring um some local people on each episode um and not as in like they'll be here but um artists um cooks you know whatever um places starting with bros house uh, one of the Top 30 coffee roasters in the nation, and we're lucky enough to have them here in our own backyard in Spokane. Um, Some of the best uh, coffee beans that you will find, Um, not just in quality, but in sourcing, um, in how they take care of their people, Um, not just people that work for them, but the people that are growing their beans for them, the people that are actually in Central America. Um, The culture that they've established is Phenomenal. If you are going to drink coffee, make sure that you're doing it in a responsible and sustainable way. It is one of the most damaging crops to the environment. Boom. I'll leave you with that. So also grown around the equator for the most part and the amount of deforestation that has happened around the equator because of coffee crops, uh, which are, I believe, monocultures and really hard to, to continue producing on the same plot of land over an extended period of time. So check it out make sure that you are responsible with how you source your drugs right because caffeine's caffeine caffeine's a drug yeah all righty guys peace and love